Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Brit Bonics. I am your host, Brittany Lewis. I'm doing this podcast at 9.30 at night because this just hit me that a lot of people don't know what it takes to have your own business to hustle really hard to work out what you want and the exhaustion and stress from it all and how it really does take a toll on you but in a good way and sometimes in a bad way. So I have had three events in a row. Tomorrow will be the third one that I've had one each weekend for the past three weeks. Then I have a week break, then I've got a wedding, and then I have a two-week break, and I have a four-day event in Orlando. And it has been very brutal. I am juggling a lot of things, but I'm happy. I'm happy with it. Yes, it takes a lot of work and a lot of stress, a lot of long days, But in the end, like, I know I'm working towards my goal and my dream. And it does take a lot to be an entrepreneur. And I think that's where the misconception is with it. Because people are like, oh, you have all this freedom and you can do what you want and you make all this money. Well, some of that's true, but not all of it because I don't make all this money. Like, yes, I do make money, but... It also comes at a cost, and that is my time. I can tell you the last three or four days, I've worked 50, 60 hours straight, and it takes a toll. Um, You know, I snapped at my husband today because he forgot his wallet when he was picking something up for me at nine-something at night. And he didn't have to go do that, but he did. And I love him for it. And he knows that I appreciate him so much when it comes to these. And he knows how I get, you know, during these times. And it's not an excuse, but that's just kind of what happens when you're grinding so hard. And yes, I do try to please everyone, but it's, it's, it makes me feel good. And yes, I do love everything that I'm doing, but it does take a lot out on you. And I think some people don't realize all the work and struggles and everything else that goes along with it. I mean, today I logged just about 15,000 steps and I didn't wear my watch the last couple of days, but I can only imagine it's about that, if not more. And tomorrow, I will be working from 9 to 9.30 and really a little bit more because of travel and it'll probably go a little bit later than usual. But those are my event days. That's what it is. That's what it takes to pull off an event. I have a 150-person derby party, and I've spent the last three days at the client's house making sure everything is set up and ready to go. We've had tents, tables, chairs, 
other stuff. We had a stage built, like all of this stuff. It's a big production. And people just show up and think it just happens. They don't understand all of the work that goes behind it. So I wanted to do this podcast at this time because I'm just feeling it. It's not that I don't feel appreciated because I know I am appreciated by a lot of people, but a lot of people don't know what it takes to put on these types of things. And I think honestly, that's one of the reasons why I decided to become a wedding and event planner because my wedding planner was awful (laughs) and, um, there were just so many things that I was like, oh my gosh, this could have been better. This could have been been better. And like, listen, of course, everything can always be better. That's why, you know, people need to learn how to take constructive criticism because you can always be better at something. Nobody is perfect. But with these events, there's just all the planning. And that's honestly why people hire people like me because they don't want to do it. They don't realize all the work that it takes to pull this off until they actually start to do it. So a lot of my clients start out with, oh, I'll just do day of coordination. And then they call me two weeks later and they're like, oh, yeah, nope. I'm just gonna um, go ahead and hire you for full planning because we don't have time to do all of this and call the vendors and look at pricing and sites and all of that stuff. So I think some people do understand what it takes, but a lot of people do not. And all of these events that you see and, you know, hear about, it takes a lot of work, a lot of work. So I just encourage you the next time you go to any type of event, conference, summit, even a concert, I mean, just the amount of work behind the scenes that you don't even understand what happens. It it just kind of, you know, puts it into perspective and makes you appreciate attending that event, even if it's just a little bit more than you already, you know, being appreciative of attending. But it's a lot of work, people. It is a lot of work. It's a lot of tireless hours. It's a lot of underappreciated during the event and, you know, people always want to point out what the wrong things are, but they don't want to point out the right things. So it's a lot of back and forth. It's a mind game and you always are thinking to yourself, am I doing a good enough job? What can I do better? What did I forget? I mean, I have woken up in the middle of the night because I'm like, crap. I need to do this or I need to make sure this is on my to-do list or I will literally get out of bed and do the email so I don't forget. So many things to just run through your head. So yes, being an entrepreneur is a blessing and I'm very, very thankful and grateful for being able to do it. But some people just don't get the amount of work that it takes to actually become an entrepreneur because you're it. It's your name, your business. You're only as good as what you're providing, at what you're giving. If you're like, oh, yeah, sorry, you know, you're texting me outside of this, so I can't respond. I mean, yes, 
you do have to have boundaries. I completely understand that and I'm all for boundaries. But you have to, it's all about customer service. It's all about customer service. I won't say no unless I know for sure 100% I cannot do it. I don't always say yes. I always say, well, let me see if I can find someone to do that because I'm not familiar with it and I'm not comfortable doing it. But if it's something that I think I can do, then I will say, yeah, let me actually take a look at that and see if that's something I can do. And I've learned a lot over the last two years of my business and charging more for what I'm worth because I do know I'm worth a lot more than what I used to charge. And I know, I know 100% that I give over 100% every single time to every single client and I give them the event that they dreamed of and more. I always want to make sure the client is taken care of and everyone's having a good time. All of the staff knows what they need to do. That is the reason why I became a wedding and event planner because I want people to have amazing events I want everything to be taken care of to where they can actually enjoy their event and not have to worry about the little details that go along with it. I mean, I've got a timeline for my vendors. I have a timeline for the events. I communicate very detailed with my clients and go over everything to make sure they are comfortable and they're taken care of and they don't need anything else. So the next time you're at an event, just look around. Look at all the things that are happening. Look at any handouts that you have. Look at the presentation. Look at the equipment. Look at the tables and chairs. And ask yourself, like, who does that? Who puts that all together? I think you might end up appreciating that event a little bit more this time. And... Thank people that are helping out during that event because that was all planned with the event as well. So thank someone for their work. It really means a lot. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode of Brett Bonics. Be sure to follow on whichever platform you are listening on so you can get a notification when a new episode is released. Remember, keep it real. Talk to you next week. Today, I am going to talk about overwhelm and procrastination and how the two can be mistaken for each other. So I recently listened to a video to where a therapist was explaining how procrastination is often mistaken as people that are overwhelmed. And it kind of makes sense because I am one of those people. And I often think I am such a huge procrastinator, which on one hand, I am. I have a lot of things to do. I am very busy. And it is my fault. I do love to be busy. But I do feel like I get overwhelmed a lot. And that is my fault. But I feel like I procrastinate a lot. I procrastinate on stuff around the house or doing work that I know needs to get done 
or really just with anything, like for one, um, my older dog Armani, I have been needing to take him to get his rabies vaccine and just his overall comprehensive exam. I cannot even tell you, I probably have rescheduled his appointment six times. Like, I'm not even joking. (laughs) It's been so bad because I just feel like I don't have time or I get to like the day before and I'm like, oh, okay, I know I can just reschedule it. It's just his rabies shot. Like, we don't go anywhere. He's not going to bite anybody or anything like that. And he's in good health. So I'm like, it's not a super big priority. On the other hand, I just need to take my damn dog to the vet. Like, that's just what I need to do. And I know that I need to do these things, but it's just still that procrastination of it. Oh, I can just put it off and put it off and put it off. Well, I am determined not to do that for this appointment, which I have said for the last four appointments, but here we are. So hopefully I will get him to the vet. But it's just goes to show you that those things happen. And I am overwhelmed, but not so much as I'm going to have like a panic attack or my health is super, you know, um, affected by it, but it's just there. So there are times where I feel like I'm lazy or I just can't get myself going And I think that I just need to take the time for myself to just kind of realize what things actually help me with that and what is a big trigger for me. Because I, I mean, I will admit like when I'm like, I need time for myself, I need to just, you know, I just want to sit down. I don't want to do anything. I just want to watch something probably like 30 minutes into doing that. I feel guilt. I feel guilty for not doing the things that I should be. I feel guilty for taking time for myself. And I know I shouldn't feel like that, but I just don't ever want to let anyone down. And sometimes that affects me. And I do realize that I need to take myself into account because I'm not going to be able to help people if I don't take care of myself. And I'm learning to do that slowly, but I'm getting there. And sometimes it's it's just the matter of sitting with my dogs and cuddling with them. Like this morning, I sat on the couch with my husband and we watched two episodes before my day even started of one of our shows that we've been watching. And after the first episode... I was like, okay, you know, we need to get going here. You know, I have things to do. I want to do this. I want to do that. And he's like, no, babe, let's just sit down. Let's just spend some time together. We don't get to do this. And I was like, okay. So I started to feel a little bit better after sitting there. I mean, granted, I still answered a couple of messages and, you know, looked at my email, how we were watching the shows, but... It did feel good to just kind of unwind. And then after that, I just started on the things that I needed to do. And for the rest of the day, I got the things done that I needed to. And I still have things to do. I feel like I always have a laundry list of things. But 
I always create a list for myself so when I check it off, I feel like I've actually accomplished something. And I do procrastinate a lot. I will admit that. Um, But it's not because I'm lazy. It's just because I have a lot of things going on. And sometimes I just have to stop and kind of look at everything. I call what I do is a brain dump. And I just brain dump everything on a piece of paper. It looks like a hot mess express. And then I will create a list with that. Sometimes I just create lists and just dump everything I need to do on that list. So when I get things done, I can cross it off and I feel like I have accomplished things. And I have, but there's always going to be things to add to that list. And I just need to realize that it's going to be there. Things are going to be there that need to get done. They're going to be there tomorrow. They're going to be there the next day. There's nothing so pressing that I need to worry about getting something done that same day. Obviously, unless it's something that I actually do have to get done that day. But the normal things that, you know, dishes, cleaning up around the house, like that mess is going to be there the next day. It's not hurting anybody. It's not doing anything. It's just there. And I do get to a point where it becomes too much and I don't care what I'm doing or if I'm in the middle of something, I have to get that done. Because at that point, I can't focus on anything else other than that mess. And Friday, this past Friday, the 21st of May, was my mommy's birthday. And she wasn't expecting me to be there with her. She was thinking I was going to have to work. And I talked to my boss and I was like, hey, you know, it's my mom's birthday. I really would love to spend time with her. And of course, he was totally fine with that. And I mean, I was over at my parents that morning, surprised her with balloons and flowers. My sister got her donuts. But I did have to hop on a quick Zoom with Greg and we got what we needed to get done. And I got to spend the day with my mom. And my mom loves when she gets to spend time with her family. And she officially retired So I'm so proud of her for doing that, which I'm going to talk about retirement on another episode. But she's retired now. So now she gets to spend all the time that she wants with her family. And I wanted to give that to her for her birthday is just to spend time with her, do whatever she wanted, go wherever she wanted. And it was really nice to do that. I mean, I did do some things on my phone, but it wasn't so much to where I was gone the whole day. So I know she really loved and appreciated that. But things are going to always be there. Don't be so hard on yourself if you just don't get to that one thing. Everyone is human. We're not perfect machines that have something that needs to get done and it gets done that instant. Like that's just not how it works. Life happens. Health happens. Relationships happen. Business happens. So you just have to learn how to balance it. And sometimes it takes a long time for you to actually do that. I feel like I am so 
well balanced than other aspects of my life as far as my business, you know, doing weddings and events with their events and weddings. I am so organized on top of everything. I have it all together. But when it comes to my life and my house and my things, I feel like it's a hot freaking mess express. My office at my house is always crazy. It's a mess. My office at my actual office is a mess. And I do all of these amazing things for these other people, but I just can't do it for myself for some freaking reason. And I just don't understand why. I always say I feel like I need a week or two just to get everything situated. And I've gotten to that point in my life where I'm done holding on to things that I would five years ago, maybe even two years ago that I would keep because, you know, I had to have it. I just purged my freaking closet and I mean, the amount of things that I got rid of, I was just shocked because it's nothing that I've worn in, I don't know, several months, if not years. And I'm like, why in the world do I still have this? So I just needed to let that ish go. And that's what I'm doing with a lot of things because for me, the more simplistic it is, the more clean it is in my brain, if that makes any type of sense. But I feel like when I am in a simplified, hello, is that even a word? I don't know. Simplified, organized area, then my brain is clear. I have a clear head. I can focus on things. But when everything around me is a mess, There's too many things to focus on, and that's where I kind of lose it. And I think that's what also makes me procrastinate because I'm overwhelmed with the messes. I'm overwhelmed with the clutter. So sometimes I just have to go in and just freaking go ham and clean and organize everything. And when I do, I feel so much better. So what I'm trying to say here is give yourself some grace We all get to the point where we're overwhelmed that will lead to procrastination, but that doesn't mean you're lazy. That just means you have a lot going on. There's several things that are happening around you that maybe you're just not sure how to handle, but just know we're all human, okay? We're all human. Take it day by day. Don't feel like you have to accomplish every single thing that day. Just prioritize. That's helped me a lot. Just by prioritizing that list, it really does help. So just remember, you got this. It's all good. You're only human. And do the best you can. That's it.